Today, you're gonna hear one of the coolest instruments on the planet, the Weizenborn. Never heard of it? Don't worry, I've got your back. Today, you're gonna find out what a Weizenborn is, who makes them, and how you can start playing one today for under a hundred bucks. Hey, TAC family, welcome to episode 198 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. This show is all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC family members. Guitar dabbling, something that, if it's not corrected, can lead to tons of frustration, lack of progress, and maybe even giving up the guitar for good. Today, you're gonna to meet TAC family member Craig R., who's gonna show you how to use your guitar routine to stop the dabbling and start progressing regularly. You're gonna meet Craig here in just a minute, plus you're gonna get your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use, which includes new music, live music, some fancy tuner buttons, and one of the most jaw-dropping takes on a classic Simon and Garfunkel tune. That's all coming up in just a little bit, but first, what the hell is a Weizenborn? Well, you're about to find out. I wanna tell you about six of my favorite Weizenborn builders. But before we get there, I wanna make sure you and I are on the same page. So what exactly is a Weizenborn? A Weizenborn is an acoustic lap style slide instrument or Hawaiian slide instrument. It originally became popular in the 20s and 30s during the Hawaiian music craze. In fact, one of the original builders of Weizenborns was Herman Weizenborn. He built them in the 20s and 30s right around the Los Angeles area. Now, quick note on the name. Weizenborn is a brand name. Weizenborn is a brand name for an acoustic lap style slide instrument. Much like Kleenex is a brand name of a tissue. So you'll hear the term Weizenborn getting thrown around quite a bit. There's only one true Weizenborn made by Herman Weizenborn, but that, that brand name has been adopted to describe the Hawaiian slide guitar. So just a quick note on the name, I don't wanna confuse anybody. Now, all this being said, what are the characteristics of a Weizenborn? Well, I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, there's really two distinguishing characteristics that make the Weizenborn unique. And one of them has to do with how it's built and the other has to do with how it's played. So distinguishing characteristic number one is its hourglass or teardrop shape using a hollow neck to create this wonderful resonant instrument. It's really quite a, there's no instrument that sounds like it. Let me just put it that way. And you're gonna hear one in just a moment. The second distinguishing characteristic is that a Weizenborn or Hawaiian slide guitar is played flat in your lap. So you're actually looking at the instrument. Now this might be difficult to visualize. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab my Weizenborn and give you a quick demo so you can see one in action.
Now that you know what a Weisenborn is, where it comes from, and how it's played, let's dig into six Weisenborn builders that you should know about. And the first one on my list is Bill Asher from California. Bill makes some absolutely stunning Weisenborns. In fact, you just heard one, because that instrument that I played was made by Bill Asher. It's a teardrop-style Weisenborn. But let's go ahead and hear another one. Let's hear one of those hourglass-shaped ones, the more traditional Weisenborns. This is a style one made by Bill Asher, and the demo is brought to you by Elderly Instruments. Next Weisenborn Luthier is Richard Wilson of Brisbane, Australia. Now, Richard builds jaw-droppingly beautiful instruments that really pay homage to the instruments that Herman Weisenborn originally built. And you have to hear these things in action. In fact, not only are you going to hear a Richard Wilson Weisenborn, you're going to find out about a new artist. This is Jacob Ragard, and I hope I said that correctly. It's R-A-A-G-A-A-R-D. Jacob Ragard uh, playing a Richard Wilson Style 3 Weisenborn. And the tune that he's playing is entitled Joshua Tree. Here it is. <laughs> Weisenborn builder number three is Tony Francis out of New Zealand. Now, I first heard about Tony's instruments from my friend and Dobro teacher, Rob Anderlich. And upon hearing a Tony Francis Weisenborn in person, I pretty much just melted. What a beautiful instrument, incredible depth of tone. And you're probably thinking, well, I would like to hear one. Well, rest easy because you're going to hear one right now. Played by Thomas Oliver. This is a Tony Francis Style 3 Weisenborn. Next Weisenborn builder is relatively new on the scene, but before we get to this particular builder, I want to clarify something. You've heard me reference a style one Weisenborn, you've heard me reference a style three Weisenborn, and you might be sitting there thinking, style? Is he talking about playing style? What exactly is he talking about? Well, in the world of Weisenborns, uh, style one refers to the most basic in terms of appointments, whereas style three or four is much more extravagant. So it's actually pretty easy to keep track of. Okay, on to the next builder, and that is Emerald Guitars out of Ireland. They just launched the Solace Weisenborn, which is made out of carbon fiber. How cool is that? You know, for a hollow-necked instrument, what a great material to build out of. Carbon fiber, it's so incredibly strong. And I have to say, I wasn't sure how it was gonna sound. It sounds incredible. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. This is Clive Barnes playing the new Emerald Solace. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now you might be thinking, Tone, this is really cool. I'm, you know, I'm getting to learn what a Wisenborn is. I'm finding out about these builders, but you know, I've checked out these builders and these instruments are very expensive and they are, and they absolutely are. But the next two manufacturers that I'm going to share with you offer entry-level Wisenborns so you can get started at a pretty decent price. I'm not talking thousands of dollars. I'm talking $1,000 or even under in some cases. So the next manufacturer on my list is Gold Tone Instruments, whose home base is in Titusville, Florida. Now, I was first exposed to Gold Tone Instruments when I worked at the Old Town School of Folk Music. In fact, we stocked their banjos, their dobros, uh, we stocked some of their tenor guitars, and we stocked their Wisenborns because for the price, they're absolutely incredible. They sound great, and I know you might not believe me, but we're gonna go ahead and listen to a Gold Tone SM model Wisenborn, and that SM stands for Solid Mahogany. This is brought to you by Captain Cherry, and here it is. Final builder on my list offers instruments at a very attractive price point. That being said, you still might think, gosh, you know, I want to try it out, but this is new to me and I don't want to really spend all that much money at all. Well, don't worry. After I mention this final builder, I'll tell you how you can get started playing Wisenborn today for under a hundred bucks. And it's a lot easier than you think. We'll get there. Let's go on to the final builder. The final builder I want to share with you is Twisted Wood out of Canada. Now, this manufacturer is brand new to me. I had never heard of them before, but in doing some research on budget Weissenborn models, this name kept coming up, and they offer a ton of different models. Not all are budget, but some are budget, and I have to say, they sound pretty darn good. In fact, I found a demo that I want to share with you right now that is one of their models done in zebra wood. Visually, it's striking, and you know what? It sounds pretty darn awesome as well. Here it is. You are now equipped with all the information you need to dive into the world of Weisenborns. But you still might have a little hesitation because, well, it's new. Do you want to spend the money on something brand new? And if you don't, I totally understand, which is why I have this solution for you. You can get started today with an acoustic lap style slide guitar for under a hundred bucks. Here's what you need. You need a Grover nut extender. This allows you to lift the strings off the fretboard and almost mimic the string height of a Weisenborn. Total there is $6.99. Next, you're going to need a slide. Specifically, I like the Lap Dog Tone Bar made by Jim Dunlop. That's about $27. And then lastly, you're going to need finger picks and a thumb pick. And even if you get some really expensive finger and thumb picks, you're looking at maybe $20 but more around the range of five bucks. I'm not a math guy, but we've got seven plus 27 
that's 34 plus five bucks for uh, finger and thumb picks, that's 39 bucks. So it's even, it's under $40 you can get started playing lap style slide today, which is pretty darn cool. And you might be like, well, that's not truly a Weisenborn. Is it even going to sound any good? Well, here's Jimmy Heffernan, a fantastic dobro player with a demo on a guitar converted to a lap style instrument. And here he is. <laughs> Yes, for under 40 bucks, you can turn your guitar into a lap style slide instrument, and it sounds pretty darn good. So there you have it. That's a Cliff's Notes version of the Weisenborn. But I have some questions for you. Do you have an artist that plays the Weisenborn that you want your fellow guitar geeks to know about? Well, if you do, go ahead and put that artist's name in the comments below. And if you happen to be a Weisenborn player and you think to yourself, gosh, there's another builder that I want to put on Tony's list, or there's another manufacturer that makes great budget Weisenborns. Well, if it's not on my list, make sure it ends up in the comments below. You will surely help out your fellow guitar geeks. One of the most tremendous transformations any guitar geek can go through is going from a guitar dabbler to a guitar player. Now, to define those two terms, let's first look at guitar dabbling. When you dabble with guitar, you play the same things over and over again. You don't experience any real progress, and it's very frustrating. In fact, it can even lead to putting the guitar away for good. Whereas a guitar player progresses consistently because they have a regular guitar routine, because it's fun, because they are focused, they actually achieve progress day in and day out. And it's incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. So how do you go from guitar dabbler to guitar player? Well, I want you to meet TAC family member Craig R., who was very much a dabbler, but since implementing a guitar routine, his entire guitar journey has changed for the better. But first, let's check in with Craig and see what life looked like prior to having a guitar routine. Uh, my routine before TAC was basically I would dabble. I was the classic dabbler. Uh, I would learn a song that I wanted to learn and then I would uh, forget about it. Then I would not play anymore for months at a time and then come back and then play again and the same song over and over again. I would practice chords a lot, do some scales, do finger exercises, and that would basically be it. I think you and I can agree that Craig was definitely a guitar dabbler. Now, the key term there is was, because he's not anymore. He has since implemented a regular guitar routine, and here's how it impacted his life. I play five times a week now. Uh, before, it used to be haphazard, but now I play five times a week. About uh, almost an hour and a half now, every, every five days. Uh, I go from Sunday to Thursday. Uh, I take Friday because I've got other stuff to do. And then Saturday is just a free-for-all. Um, but uh, yeah, from Sunday to Thursday, I get to play every, every, uh, every, every, all those five days. And it's perfect. Um, I enjoy playing it now. I find that I'm progressing a lot better. And I can see my playing getting much better. And finally, um, with the routine, I also have a musical journal. And I write down all the stuff that I've learned and notes on what I should work on more, what I should work on less. And it's just been a godsend, really, uh, 
I can't believe how much uh, six weeks I think I've started, or maybe uh, just a month now, and it's just been phenomenal. I really, really enjoy it. What an awesome story so far. Craig goes from playing very randomly, haphazardly, to playing regularly five days a week and achieving progress every single day. Now, that's clearly due to his regular guitar routine, and you might be sitting there thinking, gosh, you know, it's time. I need to start a regular guitar routine. And if that's the case, we're not done with Craig because he's got some tips for you. Here he is. Two things. Um... When you've joined the attack, you're going to have a lot of support from the other forum members. Do you have any trouble? Easiest way to get a little bit of a push. And I find that they're the best, most supportive group I've met. Um, also, you got to find just a little bit of time. 10 minutes a day is minimum. Uh, I play a little bit more than that, but uh, some days I can only get in 10 and you find that you actually learn a lot using just even the daily challenges. Go over some extra ones if it's not uh, if they're not available that day. And finally, I think another great point is um, to have a journal um, where you can write stuff down and go back to it, and you can actually see your progress when your notes are. I think those are really important things. Tack is just awesome. Uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with it and uh, hopefully see you in the forums or in those 90-day challenges. I just want to say thanks to Craig for sharing his story with all of us and, and allowing us to see what an impact having a regular and consistent guitar routine can have. It's just, it's so cool to see the full journey play out right in front of our very eyes. So again, huge thanks to you, Craig. Now, normally this is the portion of the show where we look at an awesome guitar signal. But I have to say, the well has run dry, ladies and gentlemen, and I am, I am, I'm, I'm sad about it. I'm sad about not having a guitar signal to share with you today. But you can help me and your fellow guitar geeks out by submitting your guitar signal. In fact, you can submit a picture of yourself wearing a guitar signal shirt, Tony's Acoustic Challenge merchandise, Acoustic Tuesday merchandise, and you might be thinking to yourself, that sounds awesome. Where do I get said merchandise? Well, it's really easy. Go to TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop. And if you want to get featured on the Acoustic Tuesday show, all you have to do is, number one, go to that shop and pick out your favorite piece of merchandise. It can be a coffee cup. It can be a hat. It can be a shirt. It can be a hooded sweatshirt. Whatever fits your style. Step number two is once you receive that shirt, coffee cup, hat, you name it, take a picture of yourself with said merchandise on. In front of your guitars would be awesome, but if not, I get it, that's okay too. Step number three, right from that TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop page, click on the submit link and you'll be able to upload your picture, tell us a little bit about yourself or maybe even your guitar collection, and of course, I'll feature you on a future episode of Acoustic Tuesday. Now let's turn back time and head back to episode 191 of the show where we talked about none other than Molly Tuttle. Yes, indeed, that was the show where I taught you how to play claw hammer guitar just like Molly Tuttle. If you haven't seen that episode, please check it out. It was a great episode and there were some awesome comments on that episode and I wanna feature a few of them right now. This first one comes from Albert Esposito and he says this. Another fantastic show, Tony. Another vein in the rabbit hole I see, claw hammer. Can we get to that lesson within TAC? Not that I don't want to watch the show again, it's just easier that way. Thanks, Tony, you're the best. 
Albert, thank you so much for watching. That particular lesson is not within Tony's Acoustic Challenge yet, but a little birdie told me that because of the response from the Clawhammer Guitar episode of Acoustic Tuesday, you'll likely see some Clawhammer Guitar lessons start popping up within Tony's Acoustic Challenge. Which brings me to the next comment left by Jack Mulligan. He says this, Thanks, Tony. Love the intro to Clawhammer. It would make a nice course in the TAC roster. Like Tony Furtado's Slide 101, we could have a Clawhammer 101. Maybe Molly would teach it. Who knows? Just planting a seed. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jack, I love your idea. You got me a little verklempt at the thought of Molly Tuttle actually teaching a course within Tony's Acoustic Challenge. I appreciate you planting that seed, Jack, and I, I'm just going to have to go ahead and pursue that. In fact, there's a comment that we're going to, I'm going to read here in just a moment that indicates that could be a reality. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into the comment a little bit. We'll get there here in a moment. Um, this next comment comes from JDS Music. They say this, what kind of banjo is that? I love the headstock. And of course, that's referring to the banjo I played within that episode. And it's an Ohm Jubilee with a minstrel style headstock. I've had that banjo since 2007 and I absolutely love it. It continues to get better with age and it just... It, <laughs> It's just a thing of beauty. I just love that banjo. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, the next comment comes from Martin Fisher. He says this, Nice one, Tony. I like this episode a lot, and I'm looking forward to the next one. I watched it on my dinner time at work. Now my fingers are itching to try claw hammering. Don't think it will sound like Molly Tuttle when I unleash them, though. She's such an inspiring player. Martin, I 100% completely agree with you. Thanks so much for watching, and thank you for your comment. Our next comment comes from Evad. He says this, Thanks for demystifying the claw hammer style. I was working on it a while back and couldn't get it. Now I got it. I just need to attack it. <laughs> That's pretty good. A little more. Thanks again. Uh, Evad, thank you so much for the comment and thanks for the little tack pun in there. Always good to see a Tony's Acoustic Challenge pun pop up. Uh, very, very cool. Our next comment comes from Jesse Lett. They say this, Molly Tuttle is too good. She makes it look so effortless. And I agree. I mean, she has such command over her technique and the instrument, it does indeed look effortless. Our final comment comes from none other than Molly Tuttle herself. And when I saw this on the comments section of that episode, I, I was just smiling. Very, very large, in fact. Um, Molly says this, Ah, this is so cool. Thanks, Tony. Well, I have to say thank you right back, Molly. Uh, thank you for providing us with incredible music to listen to and inspiring all of us guitar geeks. So cool that uh, you watched the show and so cool that you left a comment. Thank you, thank you very much. On to the final portion of the show, and that, of course, is acoustic news you can use. And as usual, I have a ton of stories that I want to share with you, so let's dig right in. This first one is a result of me surfing Instagram, and I found this post from Stumac, and it looks like they've been working on some new Waverly tuner buttons. Here's what the post says. So recently, we've been working on something really cool. We're working toward collaborating with makers on custom Waverly tuner button engraving. It's not quite ready for rollout yet, probably 2022. But check out these Morning Glory tuners on this incredible bourgeois guitar. Absolutely beautiful, and I am so looking forward to them fully rolling that out. It, those tuner buttons just add such an elegant touch. 
On to our next news story, and this involves Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. Yes, two musical friends of the Acoustic Tuesday show. They were just featured on David Holt's TV show, State of Music. Now, for more information on the TV show, please visit davidholttv.org. But I have to say, I am so excited for this episode. And to get you excited, let's go ahead and look at the trailer. Coming up on David Holt's State of Music, we visit with the electrifying duo of Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. Dobro player Rob Ikes was a founding member of bluegrass band Blue Highway. Now he plays with phenomenal young guitarist and singer Trey Hensley. Join me. Next up is a news story that involves my dear friend Charlie Parr. As you may or may not know, he just released a brand new album entitled Last of the Better Days Ahead, and he was just in Montana playing a show at the Pine Creek Lodge, which is just about a half an hour from where I live here in Bozeman. He had invited me to play that show with him, and we had an absolute blast. Talk about a musical highlight, and just a, one of those moments that was pure magic. Loved every second of it, and I want to share a little bit of it with you right now. In fact, that show was recorded. You can check out the full show on YouTube, but here's just a little snippet of us playing the title track from his new album. made it abundantly clear on the Acoustic Tuesday show that I absolutely love the pre-war guitar company. Well, I just fell in love a little bit more because I saw this post. They posted this picture of their spray booth and all it said was this, a little 12 fret teaser. Yes, that means they're working on a 12 fret model and to me, that is super exciting. I cannot wait until that is released. I cannot wait to hear it because I bet it'll sound heavenly. Speaking of sounding heavenly, Luca Stricognoli is at it again. He just covered Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, and you want to talk about mind-blowing? I, I probably said that about 30 times already. This is the definition of mind-blowing. Here's a quick little snippet. <laughs> such admiration for Luca and his knack for arranging and doing so in such a, a beautiful way. And there's just so much going on. It's like, how does he do it? How does he keep all those parts straight? Uh, just beautiful and what a treat to listen to. I've got one final piece of news for you and it comes from David and the Devil. He recorded an album in 12 hours. Now, you might not be familiar with David and the Devil, but you should be because he's a Mule Resonator guitars artist and he plays the blues like no one else. His voice, incredible. But here's the post I found that announced his new album or the recording process of his new album. It says this, started recording this Charlie Patton album yesterday at 5.30 a.m. And at 17.30 p.m. today, 5.30 p.m. today, it's done. On to mixing and mastering it next. 
I can't wait to release this one. In honor of the greatest of all time, it's come together perfectly and it sounds ridiculous. Chill Hop Delta Blues is coming. Album artwork by Star Days Trail, out soon. How cool is that? Number one, he's recording an album inspired by Charlie Patton. I believe it's an album of Charlie Patton tunes. Second, he recorded it in 12 hours. I mean, that's gotta be a Guinness Book of World Records situation. I am super excited for it, and, and I hope you are as well. And on that note, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show. But before I wrap it up, let's take a sneak peek into next week. Next week, I'll be talking about Yamaha guitars. In fact, I'll be talking about my five favorite Yamaha guitars ever made. Yes, people have been asking me for years what I think about Yamaha guitars, and you're finally gonna find out. That's all happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. And remember, you can catch the Acoustic Tuesday Show every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time here on YouTube. I wanna thank you so much for joining me today, and please remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and have fun every single day that you play. Thanks again for joining me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek and guitar geeks unite. I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show.